In Jesus' holy name, we have prayed with thanksgiving. Somebody say amen. amen. Somebody say amen. amen. Put your hands together for the King of Heaven. Before we go into prayer, into service today, please let me sit it for a few minutes. I want uh, these rows to be filled. I don't like these rows as empty. You, those of you, fall. you are supposed to be in this section, not at the back. Move into this section, please. And this, the, you know, do we have any elders standing somewhere? Really, can I just say that uh, in in cathedral, I wanted to say because this is a new year, isn't it? Every elder must make sure they officiate only once in a month. In those elders who are protocol and who are on the um, uh, back benchers there. So that I want to see your faces. God spoke to us for seven days. Alright? When I was speaking to you last month, I spoke to you as your general overseer. But now I'm speaking to you as your shepherd. Because the instruction that heaven gave to everybody, I have to execute it too as a local pastor. Do we get it now? Because when God spoke, though he spoke through me, but I also heard what he said. I would together now. So every pastor of CFT globally, today, this Sunday, which is our first Sunday after the anniversary, is to implement what we had so that we can really get, um, you know, we can achieve what God has said for us. So I want to see all my elders, even those of you who are, who are um, a protocol, what you do is that I know that you shift. So the last seat here, we will leave it for the protocol elder and uh, the protocol elder there too. We leave two seats here. There's these two seats permanently. So that other elders will sit from the other seat. So that when you are changing, you don't disappear. You sit down here. Where you are changing. Yeah, because they will stand for a while and then change for others to do. So that I can see your faces. And every other elder that is in this church must make sure you sit down here. And um, I will fill the rest of the seat with uh, my armor bearers and, uh, and, um, and Joanna's. During the anniversary, did you not see that Joanna's look like um, fly stewardesses? <laughs> look, next Sunday, not this Sunday, the following one. The following Sunday. Is that not Mother's Day? So come in that regalia. I haven't taken photographs with you in that regalia. I want to boast of you all over the world. And say, look at the princesses in the household of God. My Joanna's. So that that will provoke them to say something. And then I can talk more. I was just talking about mommy two days ago. Mommy, you are very welcome. Put your hands together for mommy. I was going to call you and tell you that, mommy, we have son. Please come back. <laughs> really, I told my wife that mommy should have arrived. And it was bright sunny day three days ago. What is happening with her? And when I came, I looked at somebody behind the, the camera was showing the back. I said, that is mommy's back. <laughs> you are very welcome, man. Well, if you are here today for the first time, I want to welcome you. This is Christ with Tabernacle Family Church. Now, what God put in my heart to discuss with you today, before we go into it, 
I will say that on the Friday, we had anointing service. And when we had anointing service, I was in the room there when I came from, from, from Bristol. And uh, the king um, um, knew you was with me. And I was hearing the message you were hearing. And the time I had it just within two minutes, I said a statement about three times in two minutes. And the statement I said was that, oh, the Lord spoke to me when I was coming. And really he spoke to me this morning about this. And I said, when I was driving here, he spoke to me about this. I said, yeah, when I was here, he spoke to me about this. And when I was hearing me saying that, I felt in my spirit to ask from him that, son, what's, 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 what challenges you in this message? And then I didn't ask him. And then two minutes after, he said to me, Dad, tell me. You always say the Lord spoke to you. You said it several times now. Tell me, how do you hear God? And I began to help to expound on hearing God. The first thing is that you all hear God. All human beings hear God. Both born again and not born again. Because we are God's children. God gave birth to us. He created us. It doesn't mean that we are sons of God. We are not all saved. Those who are born again are those who are saved. But God created mankind. For God so loved the whole world. It is his work. The handwork of God is every man. And because God loved the whole world and he gave spirits into man from eternity, he is the God of spirit. All spirits. He speaks to all spirits, even demons and devils. I would gather now. But when you get born again, something takes place. And that's what I'm going to talk about today. When a person is born again. Because it's the beginning of our, our, our new year. I must tell you, you know, the bond, the, you know I, I must take you back to the fundamentals of Christianity. And God has an intention for this. We will explore this until you manifest everything. But um, some of you give testimonies on Friday, isn't it? I wasn't here. I have my testimony too. Should I give it? Even if you didn't say yes, I will give it. <laughs> I had my holiday last week, Thursday. Okay? And my testimony is that I vow to the Lord every holiday I have must be... To add values to my eternity when I die. That's what I want to do with my holidays. When I have a holiday, I want to use my holiday for salvation of many, deliverance of many. So that my holiday time will be full-time operations for God. So that when I die, I have spent my holiday adding values to my eternity. And so I'll be going to Nigeria tonight. To start a crusade in Lagos, I would not be able to reach Nasarawa, which is our farthest place towards the Boko Haram. But I promise you, when I drop my pen on 17th of May, we are going for the salvation of Boko Haram. That would be my flagship. Because Paul was like a Boko Haram. And God loves him. See, those who are ISIS and Boko Haram people, what they do is bad and evil, but they are supposed to be evangelists of God. They are men of great faith. Satan perverted them. 
And somebody needs to go for them. If we don't go into their midst, how can we get them saved? And that thought that came to me is being buttressed yesterday when I saw on television that while they were talking about nations that, are, that have crisis about refugees, Nigeria is mentioned. On earth, would you ever believe that could happen? And they said Nigeria is about to have famine in the northwest region. Worse catastrophe than after the Second World War. And um, I believe very much that somebody needs to go and die for those who live. And I believe very much that anywhere Satan is confronted, you make a way. It will take the gospel of Jesus and creep into their midst and go for their head and get him saved. Can you imagine Chicago? Who have been boasting with guns on television globally, come now and says that I have accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Please forgive me for all the atrocious act. I think Satan will weep. And when I drop my pen in 17th of May, that's what I want to do. Now, my second testimony is that I got results of my last model on the laws of banking. And I got top A. I got the result on Saturday. In that law of banking, I got seven A stars. And uh, the accumulated results, I got 75.5%. And that is good. So now, the only prayer I pray for me is that um, I should finish my, my last model, which is the law of commercial contract. I'm doing that option because of you. Because I wanted to do the law of uh, money laundering. And the leadership of this church sat me down and told me, if you do the law of money laundering, you won't be more useful to us. There are many business people here, people who have businesses in this church. And my heart is to be in a place to help your businesses become PLC. And also to be able to give you the right, the, you, know, you know, information necessary to help your business. And um, when I looked at my book, uh, as they advised, I took the advice of the leaders and I decided to do the law of commercial contract. But when I look at the book of the law of commercial contracts, the things I will cover... We just supplement areas that I haven't covered in my LLB, which will be very, very helpful to every member of this church, like insurance, like, um, you know, issues concerning uh, uh, business enterprise and all stuff like that. Contracts both low and high. So I'll be starting that after my holiday, when I come from, from Nigeria, the following week, I'm starting my final model. But when I finish, you and I will go to the field. I can't hear your amen. Yeah. I want to take you to the war front to help you understand how true the Bible is to letter, which you and I do not understand. We are more than what we think we are. All right? By the grace, not by power, by efforts. Though our effort is necessary, but we do not have results according to our effort. God expects us to put in effort but he astronomically reward little effort. That is something to you by God. He says God is able to, pro, to supply. God is able to do exceedingly, uh, exceedingly far above what you can imagine or ask. 
But it starts from somebody imagining something good and then translating it into speech. And then God will now take you from there to his own dimension. Isn't God a good God? Look at the book of John chapter 13. No, chapter 3, we look from verse 1 to verse 18. It's a story about a friend of mine. It says, now there was a man of the Pharisees named who? Are we all awake now? We read together. Shall we read it together from verse 1 again? You know, I feel too far away from you when I stand here. You permit me to come down. I don't like. When Jesus was talking with his disciples, he was among them. He didn't have altar. <laughs> Hallelujah. This story will bless you. Now, let me say, some of you may say that, oh, I'm born again for five, ten years. Don't worry. It's good for us to go back to our origin all the time. Because the book of Hebrew tells us to do that. But when we go into this, you are going to discover some things you have never discovered before. And also, it's going to help you to begin to do some things that you have neglected. What about this Nicodemus? He came to Jesus at night, verse 2, and said, Rabbi, or professor, we know you are a teacher or a learned man who has come from God. For no one could perform the miraculous signs you are doing if God... We're not with him. Verse 3. Look at what Jesus says to that commendation. In reply, Jesus declared, I tell you the truth, no one can see the kingdom of God unless he's born again. Do you learn something from there? When people acclaim you by the outstanding performance you've got in your business, in your career, is an opportunity to tell them about the kingdom. Isn't it? Second thing is this. That scripture tells me no one can see the kingdom of God unless he is born again. Now, which means man can see the kingdom of God. I love it. I know that there is a wrong teaching around this area that is taught by quite a good number of ministers, but I will straighten that record now. Let me help you understand. You are able to see the next person beside you now, isn't it? And you can see the whole of this building, isn't it? Why? Because you are inside this building. If you are outside, can you see it? So there are four. Jesus is saying to Nicodemus, if you are not born again, you can't even enter. Because to see, you must be in. Does the Bible give us an evidence of that? Yes, please. Let's go further. It says, how can a man be born again, born when he is old? Nicodemus asks, surely he cannot enter a second time into his mother's womb to be born. Now understand, that I want you to understand this, this argument. It looks as if this guy is looking for, um, you know, some intellectual explanation, you know. 
Jesus said, unless you're born again, you cannot see. Oh, I was born first time by my mother. How can I be born again? Would I have to enter into my mother's womb? Rabbi, explain to me. You know what Jesus said? Jesus answered, I tell you the truth. No one can enter. I love it. The first evidence says no one can see the kingdom of God unless he's born again. Now the second one says no one can enter the kingdom of God unless he is born of water and of spirits. It's the same same thing. What Jesus was now saying is that if you equate those two scriptures, the first scripture says you cannot see the kingdom unless you are born again. Now, the man's question is, what is meaning of born again? And Jesus said, you cannot enter unless you are born of spirit and water, which means that born again is to be born of the spirit and water. Isn't it? Come on out, church, let's speak together. Hey, 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 let's speak together. So therefore, what is the water? I will talk to you about it, is water baptism. What is the spirit? That is the conviction of the Holy Spirit that comes to your heart and my heart that brought us to the knowledge of Christ. So salvation, therefore, is Holy Ghost convinced the man about Christ and the man accepts Jesus as his Lord and Savior and asks for mercy from God. But then baptism means to identify with Jesus Christ in the same manner in which he was baptized, which is baptism by immersion. We are going to Israel again this year. It's in your calendar. Last year when we went to Israel, we went to the spot, they said, uh, the river, they said, where Jesus was baptized. And I rebaptized everybody. I rebaptized everybody. And when I finished baptizing everybody, there was no one to baptize me. I baptized myself. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. You will see that on the video when I come back. It's, it's, it's an experience to be baptized in the very place where Jesus was baptized. For me, it is. And for everyone who went, it was. I will together now. Now, I will tell you why you have to baptize the same way. Because the book of Romans 5 and, 10 and 6 tells us the, the symbolism. Now, if you were baptized by a sprinkling of water to your head, you have not been baptized. You only had a sprinkler on your head. Baptized come from the word baptizo, which is total immersion underwater. And moreover, if you were baptized when you were young, you were a baby, you heard that Jesus says salvation is by spirit and water. A child as a baby has no conviction yet. So people should be baptized, haven't they been convinced about their sins? When you get convinced that you are a sinner and you need, a, you need mercy from God. And you ask him consciously. And then outward confirmation of your inward acceptance is identifying with Jesus in baptism. Come on, let, let me quickly go away from here. Um, this is verse 5. We come back to verse 5. Go to the book of Romans um, 6 and let me see one, please. What then shall we say? Shall we go on sinning and expect grace to abound or increase? By no means. We die to sin. How can we live in it any longer? This is us. The next verse. 
Or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus, we are baptized into his death? The next verse. We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too might live a new life. So baptism by immersion has something to do with the ability to live a new life. This is the scriptures. Go back to my John. I'll teach you more about that when I come back. That's the reason why Jesus said, unless you are baptized, you are born by the Spirit on water. But here now, we have two things. See the kingdom, you must be born again. And I told you, you cannot see what you are not in. So salvation brings you, born again experience brings you into the kingdom. You know, there have been some who have said that, you know, born again statement was made by Jesus once in the Bible. It has nothing to do with believers. That's a lie from the pit of hell. Whoever said that is being used by Satan to say those things. Because, you know, Jesus doesn't waste his words. He is God himself. He had told you that this is what in law they call a dictum. A dictum you can never derogate from it. Okay? The dictum is this. To enter or to see the kingdom, you must be born again. So everyone must be born again. And Christians, if there's anything you preach at all, you must be born again. I'm going to Nigeria now to do crusade, you know. In crusade, I don't preach about Elijah. I don't speak about Moses. I speak about the one who died for the whole world. Born again, born again, born again. If I, I did crusade in Lagos for 90 days every day, born again, born again, born again, born again, born again, and they are getting born again anyway. Born again must be in the lips of everyone who believes in Jesus throughout your life. When you speak to anybody who has no knowledge of the kingdom of God, the only thing he needs is to be born of the spirit and of water. Nothing more. You can see the kingdom and you can enter the kingdom. Let's see further. Then Jesus now began to explain to this man... Flesh gives back to flesh. Then the spirit gives back to what? Spirit. Are we together now? Say yeah if you heard me. What is Jesus trying to say to this professor of law? Jesus was saying to him that look. Nicodemus. Very intellectual. Influential George. And he says to him. You need to understand this. I'm talking about two dimensions here. I'm talking about the flesh, which is the earthly, and I'm talking about the spiritual, which is salvation. In this world, a human being will give birth to another human being. A human being cannot give birth to a goat. A goat, by the way, cannot give birth to a lion. So, human give birth according to their species. Second thing, why do we, how do I know that you are a human being? You look like one. You behave like one. You react like one. That's why. I would gather now. If your behavior doesn't look like a human being, I'll be very confused. Though you may look like a human being and you are behaving, when you open your mouth, you go, wow. Somebody will say that you have demons. Now, imagine a place where we don't even know that demons exist. And a human being, wow. Yeah. 
you'll be seeing that it, it, it looks like cat, but physically he looks like a human being. But he can't speak like a human. He's always meowing like cats. Something is wrong. So if you were born by a human being, you look like the one who gave birth to you. You react like the one who gave birth to you. You behave like the one who gave birth to you. Why? Because you are born by man. Yes? So also, if you are born by the Spirit, you look like the one who gave birth to you. You behave like the one who gave birth to you. And you react like the one who gave birth to you. And this is where I will challenge you. Many go to church today, but they don't understand. That going to church doesn't take you to heaven. If you are truly God's children, why would you be influenced by the world? Why would you allow a negative influence that came from the enemy of God to inform the way you speak, to inform the way you reason, to the place where it informs the way you see yourself, and God looks at you, you cannot manifest all God says. The Bible is a manual of life that governs the kingdom. Every promise in the Bible is free for everyone who is born again. But, some don't understand. They think the Bible is a storybook. No, it is a history book of how men like you lived on the same earth and related with God and find Him. They found him. And how God responded or reacted to their relationship and showed his benevolence as a standard for every human being who professed to follow Jesus to also integrate themselves. And that's the reason why we're going to be looking more and more that when you get born again, because it's your spirit that is born again, your flesh remains your flesh. They are after, and your mind is still your mind. They are after. The Bible says you have to now educate your mind by the word of God, Romans chapter 8, so that you can crucify your flesh, put your flesh under, so that what God will not do, you will not do it. How God will not speak, you will not speak it. How God will not think, you will not accept the thought. You will rebuke any thought that comes to your mind that is contrary to how a Christian should think. You can understand who the devil is and demons are from God. Every good thing comes from God. Every bad thing comes from the devil. You will not, never allow any bad thoughts because you have now, you now have power over your mind and power over your body. Formerly, you did not. I'm not talking about speaking in tongues of casting out devils. When I, when I take you through this, you'll be shocked. Speaking in tongues of casting out devils, God can decorate anything. God can use in anything to do miracles. Huh? God can use anything to do miracles. I don't want to go into that area because I will do that when I come back. You know, Jesus said in the book of Matthew that some will come with me. When they asked him about um, the end time, he said that many prophets will come in my name. All right? He said, but by their fruits, you will know them. The way they speak, you will know them. The way they behave, you will know them. The way they react, you will know them. They will react in a way that people will say, this looks like God. God. 
And then it went further to say, many will come to me in the last days and say that I cast demons out in your name, I prophesied in your name, and I will say to them, I know you not. That is scary. So many people go to church with nothing to heaven. That's very scary. Many preachers will go to hell. Listen to me. Jesus says, not everyone who calls me Lord, Lord will enter the kingdom of my Father, but those who do the will of my Father. If you are not careful, let me say this to you, as well, those of you who got born again in this generation, a lot of infiltration has come to the church, and a lot of vagabonds and false prophets have become ministers, and they have become rulers of the church across the globe. And many young people are following them, <clears throat> instead of following Jesus Christ, the Son of God. You are not born again to follow man. It doesn't matter how popular the man is. You can emulate the good thing in a man, and it doesn't necessarily have to be born again. Really many men who are not born again are doing better. I was just telling them in, in, in New Cross today. Look at what they showed on television yesterday. Is it not, is it not, is, is it not calamitous? They were showing that Nigeria of all countries, that the, the northwest of Nigeria of all countries under heaven, what, the most blessed country in Africa, in black race, Blessed with human resources, blessed with mineral resources, blessed with intellectuals, and yet busted and bankrupt. Now, in the northwest region, there is farming, many people, millions of them, homeless, and there are churches all over Lagos, the whole western region of Nigeria to south to Paracourt, filled with churches who have trillions in their, in their bank account, and these people are suffering. The United Nations is not supposed to give Nigeria a penny. What are they doing with the money? After all, I will blame Boko Haram against the church. Why didn't they go there and meet these guys and preach to them? When they, they were still a little fire. When the church neglected the northern region, Satan occupied that section of the country, and the devil engaged many children who should be born again, while all others are lavishous and living flamboyant lives all over in Lagos, wasting God's money and resources. Somebody should change the way they sleep. Do you call that salvation? I will question that. If Jesus was on earth today, what do you think he would do? That's what you should do. Not what they do. Crowd pullers without record in the book of life. Listen to me. As we look at that, we also look at you who go to church. If you are born again, show me the fruit of born again in your life. When I come back, I'm going to take you through the status quo. What is it to be born again? What is the spirit of a born again? And every one of us will write down what born again should not, should not, should not, should not, that you are. Okay? Then we'll write down what born again should be, should be, should be, that you are not. And that is what we'll pray over, not demons. We don't have problem with demons. If you are born again and you're having problem with demons, the fact is that you are not born at all. I'm going to Nigeria now. I told them, in, in those, who are, those who are doing my crusade for my arrangement, go get me in Agege, every witch and wizard, every witch doctor, every arm robber, you know they are joined. Tell them to come to the crusade for me. 
And I said to them, if I come and you didn't bring them, then you will take me to where they live. We will go and knock their doors. We have done that in Ijebu. We worked. We collected all the idols and burned them to ashes. And then we recognized that the word of God is true. Satan is just nothing. You are born of God. You look like God. You must act like God and behave like God so that God can be happy. Angels can be happy. Our role model is Jesus Christ, who when he was a teenager, he was outstanding. While he was in his middle age, he shook the whole world and left a legacy at the age of 33. Some of us are more than double that age now. Something got to happen. We have to change our mindset. Are we together now? You know, there's something that we're doing in the body of Christ, and which is not good. It could be good, is it good too? Because the Bible says we should judge ourselves in the church, isn't it? So when we talk about what people are doing wrong, it's good. But it is bad if we do not do something. We say it so that people can understand and don't follow that pit. And then we can do something different. Something different. Something different. When I come back from my trip, I'm going to show you the plan we designed for the northern region of Nigeria. We will build it from here. We have acquired about an acre at the entrance into that region. And we have a plan to build something that will be recruiting those boys and those girls, suicide bomber, and put Holy Ghost inside them and send them back. It's, 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 it's Gideon's uh, foxes. Okay? Put fire into their tails, send them back. We will not send them alone, we go with them. Once I drop my pen, I'm going to Chibok. There are human beings living there, day and night. Christians living there, day and night. Are we afraid to die? For me to die is what? Then we should die. He who loves to live will die. He who lives his life, Jesus says, down for me will live. Our Christianity should change. I told them in, in, um, in, in New Cross, let me say this to you now. If I go this trip, what about if I die at the end of this trip? You will, rec- you will write a record that even the holiday he has to go and enjoy himself, he went on mission. What about you? What will be written about you? You know, we are God's investment. You are not born again to live like the world. You are not born again to not be different from the world. That is the reason why many people in the world, they mix with some so-called Christians and they say, oh, and there's nothing in Christianity. Angels you can't see. Heaven you have not been. They are doing party, you are here, you are there. Night vigil, you will not come. Prayer in the midweek, you don't come. I mean, you examine yourself now. Think about that. They see you know all this social gathering, but in spiritual gathering, you are nowhere. I mean, consider it. Who do you belong to? Wow. Yes, you made a confession to follow Jesus, but who are you following now? Second Corinthians eleven three applies. We come back to this. 
But I'm afraid that just as Eve was deceived by the serpent's cunning, your minds may somehow be led astray from your sincere and pure devotion to Christ. If you have been led astray this morning, the voice of God is that come back. Come back. No more playing games with God. Make a distinction in this war. Let them know what a Christian is. Your own Christian should not, should not be such that, you know, you know uh, 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 discourages others. Because all your life is full of mess. Mess all over the place. God did not have a, 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 a covenant of mess with the righteous. Forget it. We also be shining bacon. A pointer to righteousness uncompromises ability to be is in you from the day you said yes to Jesus. But Satan's cunning makes many of us not to do what the Bible says. Go back to my John. Let me finish John quick. Flesh gives back to flesh. Spirit gives back to spirit. That's what you are. If you are a human being, then you are a God being too, since you got born again. Huh? Look at what he says here. The next verse, please. You should not be surprised at my saying, Nicodemus, that you must be born again. This man, Nicodemus, is getting more confused now with all his intellectuals. Now look at the next verse. It says, the wind blows. I love it. Say the wind blows wherever it wills. Hey, somebody look at another person and say, the wind blows wherever it wills. Nobody knows where it's coming from. Nobody knows where he's going. So are you born of God. Listen to this scripture. Jesus said to this Mr. Nicodemus, the wind blows wherever it pleases. Hey, hey, you hear his sound? I love it. But you cannot tell where he's coming from or where it is going. You cannot grasp the wind. You cannot bind the wind. You cannot spell the wind. You cannot pull down the wind when it moves in his power. Jesus is saying, Nicodemus, as you are so intellectual, Satan can destroy you. Men can bind you. But if you are born again, as the wind is, whatever you decide is what will be done. It is impossible for you to decide to move and anything hinder you. Whether they are witches or wizards or anything, they cannot stop you. Once you make up your mind, you cannot be stopped. If you are born of God, you are like the wind. Only imagine it. You can do it. If you are not born of God, you could be hindered. Look, Pastor, that thing you showed me, you sent me a text yesterday. Open it. You will read it to this church. Jesus said to Nicodemus, I'm calling you into liberty. Can you imagine there are some Christians who go for deliverance, deliverance. They never get delivered. People who do that, do you know that? Impliedly, they are denying God. 
The pastors who tell them to do that are prophets of doom, of Satan. Can you imagine? They claim to have some power against demons. All the jungles of Africa where they worship devil, they don't go there. They are looking for demons in church. How Does that make common sense? If anybody has power to remove demons, what is he doing in, in the place of people who are born again? You should go to where they worship idols. Listen to me. Continent of Africa is still dark till today. They talk of Nigeria. What about the other nations? Benin Republic is publicly written. Benin Republic, the land of voodoo. The, 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 the president of Benin Republic now publicly announced his spiritual guard as a voodoo woman. So if the president is, a voodoo, is protected by a voodoo woman, what about the rest of the parliament? What about Nigeria? People who want to get uh, into politics, baffling with human blood. When the politics is coming up, people will start missing and several children are dead. Alright? You know what I'm saying to you? If you are born of God, heaven is looking at you, expecting you to do something. Because God has put everything inside you. Devil is saying to you, you are useless. You worth nothing. Anytime God gives you a good idea to move, devil will give you several reasons why you will fail. What you have not started and you are imagining failure, can that come from God? Does it make common sense? You have not started and you are afraid to fail. I think before somebody is afraid of failure, you must have attempted it maybe twice or three times or four times. There is a sister in this church. She cried to me a few years ago. I was in first year in my LLB then. And she said, Daddy, Daddy, I don't know what to do with my life. I started law in this university. Second year, I was, I was thrown out. I started in this university. Second year, I was thrown out. And they said, maybe I will never do law. I said, who told you that? You are under me. If it is thinkable, it is doable. That law you shall do. And I was in my law school then, I, uh, university law, LLB. I took, gave up my, my, my lecturers. I said, phone him and tell him that you are from my church. They will take you. They took her. She's doing her LLM now. She's doing master's degree. She came up with 2-1 in her LLB. The day I left school before her, of course, I mean, I was her senior boy. But, we, we, yeah, on my final year, what, some of the module that I did in my final year, we were both in class. I would take, carry her from school, because we're school in Buckingham. I would drive her from school every day to her father's house in, in New Cross, before making my way to, 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 to um, Villarique. Are you with me? I did not only say to her, you will succeed. I gave her the support. You know? When the teacher anything, I want to know what she knows. When we're in the cab, we are discussing with her. What did you understand by what you were taught? And share with her what I know. Look, she has finished her LLB. She's finishing her master's degree in law. You know, shortly. Are you with me now? The wind blows. There is a, a lady who felt she's finished and they told her she didn't. Even for her, twice she had been sent away. That should discourage her. But come on now. When I spoke to her, 
I connected with something inside her. Because deep calls into deep. The spirit of God in her is what receives what I'm saying. And I told her, if anybody listens to me, if you fail on earth, you will regret it for eternity. Because I show you the way to pass. I show you the way to spiritual. If we can be in line with God, Jesus says you will blow to the east and to the west. You do anything you want to do. What you want, that is what will be done. You will not have stories like a devil is somewhere. We devil. If you are on the ground where devil are, then devil will hinder you. But if you are in the spirit, how could they hinder you? Jesus says the wind blows wherever it is, he wills. He says nobody can tell where he's coming from, where he's going. Nobody can forecast him that to go and sabotage or to go and hinder or to go and stop him. Look, your mind that God gave to you, only you control it. Satan does not have the key when you are born again. When you are not born again, Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1 to 3 applies. You are a reckless brute. Satan can make you do anything. But once you are born again, verse 6 of the same Ephesians apply. Okay? Which means that you, whoever you decide for, is your decision to give that thought, consideration. Now, what makes Christians consider evil thought is lack of the knowledge of the word. If you don't know Bible and Satan tell you that this is what the Bible says, you will say yes. Bible study, you didn't come. Prayer meeting, you didn't come. Uh, Pastor Fumi, read, read your something. That's a statement Pastor Fumi said I said some years ago. Because when I got my result yesterday, I sent it to some of my daughters and sons all over with a prayer. I will send it to you too if you want. Read, read, read what she reminded me this. Only the statement. Yeah, just the statement. Okay, so the reminder was from the someone all of us know, Power of the Mind. Um, and in 2010, he preached about this in 2012 also, but in 2010, you actually said, I reminded him that, does he remember saying, intentions not defined can never be executed. And the reason I said that was because he has sent and he has told all of us about all the A stars that he has been getting. And I said, when he started the Masters, he actually said outright that he was going for a distinction in the Masters. When he was doing his uh, LLB, he never made that statement. And since he made that statement, every time he gets a result, he shares with all of us, A-star in this and with banking. I think I know it's seven A-stars or something that you've got. So I just reminded him that, you know, it was because you defined that intention that at the end of this program, I must come out with distinction. And that's probably what has focused your mind on continuing down that line. And I just reminded him of something he had said to us. Intentions not defined can never be executed. Put your hands together for me now. So I am not a victim of what I thought. Alright? If you have intentions and you are saying wishing, 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 you become old with your wishes. God cannot fulfill intention. He said, make the vision plain. Write it down. I remember when I was telling you I was going to study law. That was just about 2010. Everybody said to me, that, ah, how old will you be when you, you, you look at your age now? 
you will go and be in class with your own children, grandchildren and children. I said, no problem. Somebody said that they say when you grow older, your brain can't read anymore. No problem. I was never an art student. I'm a science student. If you give me a book without mathematics, in two, three pages, I dump it. I've never read a novel complete in my life. A book. No. It's the only Bible I read through. So, I hate reading without calculations. That is what I grew to believe. But when I began to teach you, the Bible said I can do all things. And then the angel said unto the Mary, For with God all things are one. And then Jesus said to uh, Nicodemus, uh, to the, um, uh, Jairus, uh, With God all things are possible. And he said all things are possible for those who believe. Now if you put the Bible together then, a Christian can do anything. As I am so at my age, I can start medicine. Yes, it doesn't matter if I graduate medicine at the age of 75, as long as I graduate. I will get now. If I graduate, if I want to be a medical doctor in my life, and I picked it up at the age of 70, and I graduated at the age of 75, if I have three more years to, to use, at least that three years, I have doctor somebody. Yes, I will treat somebody. Maybe my own doctor, because other doctors just go, they are young, they just want to be a doctor and then be opening people. If at old age I want to read medicine, I don't want to just open people, I want to discover a cure to a disease. And that's what I will go for. It's now I'm doing law. Already I've been asked to come and do PhD. You know, really, I will, I will let, I will put all my, the comments of my professors, I will paste them on the board there for you to read. This professor also, when he wrote and wrote and wrote like this, former one, he said, it's a pleasure to have you among my students. That's why he ended his statement with me. Now, we're going, to, we're going to have a fun together shortly, which all of us are going to Liverpool University. But you see, what I'm saying to you is this. I'm doing law now. I ask God, what am I going to do with this law? So, the area that the whole world is confused now is what I picked to do my research. All right? I find out in the whole world that the whole globe are practicing single market. Okay? Which Britain is coming out from. I can tell you that Britain is going back. I told you from the beginning. Not from prophecy, but from intellectual knowledge. Because the whole of Latin America now are running single market. United States of America and Canada, they are turning towards it. The whole of Asia have it. West Africa, ECOWAS means single market. North America, single market. You know why the single market came out from? To change from capitalism, which is a few number of people are controlling the wealth of the world. To break it down so that every poor man can be rich. That's why single market. Forget about the sentiments that we have in England. Good for those who have the sentiment, I didn't vote to exit. But I respect the vote. <laughs> they say, that's what they say. We respect the vote. But when we all reach the land of confusion, we will disrespect our vote. Those who said, who said crucify him, they will say that, no, let him live again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It may take us time, but we're getting there. I would get it now. Because that vote is sectoral. That vote is not uh, a vote that uh, considered the young ones. Unfortunately, the young ones sold their birthright away for nothing, and 
a lot of old people who don't have much to live for, they are the ones who voted. Yes. So a time is going to come very shortly because once they trigger next week, I can guarantee you, I'm not talking about prophetic now. These, I'm ready to argue with anybody, I can do that as a citizen about what I know. And people should know. That's why I'm taking my research on the single market. So that every intestine shall be opened. Old man reads. You must read to invent. Young man reads. You are reading to make money. Hallelujah. <laughs> Let's finish with Baba Nicodemus. Oh boy. Or another thing I'm reading for is because I want all of you who are still young to know that you are not too old to go back to school. If you wasted your young age, go to school, my friend. I will go to your graduation with gray hair. When the, when the soldiers marching on, I remember when they called me for graduation and they said, Alfred Williams. My wife was saying, go, Baba, go, Baba, go, Daddy, go, Daddy. And people were wondering, about you know, Mommy. Everybody started shouting for their own student too. <laughs> and I promise her that when I do my LLM, I must make sure it is with distinction and star. So today, when I finished today, I told her I have delivered that. Because now, the last module I'm doing is not relevant. I have had enough to qualify me for LLM with distinction. So I told her, when they call me now on this one, I will work like a priest. If they permit me, I will carry my cross under with the regalia. <laughs> Amen. Amen. What are we saying? Nothing can hinder your thoughts. Believe what I tell you. Every good thing comes from above. The good thought God gave you yesterday, pursue it now. When God gives you a thought, you are driving, park and write it down. Because if you don't write it down, you think you'll remember, you repeat it. By the time you get to where you're going, you can't remember it. Alright? Anytime you download information in a good thought, put it. And you know what God does? When God gives you a good thought today, you write it down. You may not have another one because you are not thinking about it. That good thought, the moment you begin to dwell on it and develop it and think and think and think and think, then you begin to download more. When God gives you a good thought and you pack it aside, God does not have the right to give you another good thought because the one he gave you yesterday, what did you do? I would get that now. But for you, know this. There is no witch in your house. There is no witch in your family. There is nobody who can block a Christian. Even I met some Christians who said that they are blocking their star. I said, I was a land surveyor. I know Andromeda. I know Jupiter. I have observed them. I know Orion Constellation. I've never seen your name among the stars. <laughs> I observed stars and I observed the sun to, to, to calculate the distance on earth. I've never seen a, a star that bears Alfred Williams. I'm looking for one. Who told you that they block your star? Which star do you have there? You don't have any star. As, as, is, as a star has glory, you also have what? Your glory. A star is a star, you are you. Star is shining, then you too shine. Hallelujah. Someone blocked my star. Lazy bones. 
gather themselves around lazy prophets. <laughs> and they are giving themselves lazy prophecies. Hallelujah, somebody. <laughs> Break out of your shell. You are the wind, Jesus says. You blow. The sky is an expanse for the wind. The jurisdiction of the wind is the whole sky. That's what you are. Let's finish it to verse 18. Please, I'll finish it. In the next 10 minutes, I should be over. How can this be? Nicodemus asked. Like somebody is asking in his mind, Apostle, what are you talking about? I'm talking about you have nothing to hinder you. You are a free man. If the Son therefore make you free, you are free indeed. You don't need deliverance from anybody. Anybody will tell you that they are messengers of Satan. I say it again and again. They are messengers of devil. Jesus says, if the Son therefore make you free, you are free indeed. Anybody who says something different is from the devil. I have seen Jesus, they have not, who say all those nonsense. I have been to heaven more than 14 times. They have never been beyond their nose. And yet they, they deceive people. I've been to the midst of devils. They've never been there. Listen to me. Whatever Jesus says, either you feel so or you don't feel so, is the truth. Your feeling doesn't validate the word of God. You are free. Satan doesn't want you to know that. If all Christians will know what I'm saying, we will turn this world upside down. Matter of nine months or two years. You are set free. I say you are set free. I say you are set free. I think somebody needs to say, I am free. (laughs) I went to do crusade in a place called Ogiri, Ijebulan. When I first got there, a pastor called me and said, don't stay here. Because every pastor come here, they kill all their children. He said, they have just finished my last child. And I'm moving of this city. I said to him, that is why God sent me here. Those who kill your children, they will face it too. We won't kill their own children, no. but the devil that made them kill your children is in trouble. He said, how can you combat these people? They are ferocious. He began to tell me, they, they behead people. Okay? And it is known. I said, forget all those nonsense. A man who raised his hand with a pickaxe to cut another man's head, is only possessed with demons. I have authority over the spirit that lives in any man. The same thing with you. I told them, I went to Jamaica to go and face the Yadis. With their, sub, their machine gun, their head... His, when I spoke with him, two hours, he bent on his, on his head, crying, weeping like a baby. Dropped the gun. So, what do you mean by which doctor? We went there. When I told the people, take me to the house physically of these witches. Don't you know them? You know them? Oh, yeah, we go. Jesus march. Jesus marches to go to their houses. They said, this is trouble. I said, we'll look for it. Knock the first out. Hello, mama. How are you? This is Apostle Williams. Uh, did you hear about my crusade? Hey, yes, sir. Yes, sir. We, you must be there tonight. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. You said it, and you must do it. So the next one, back, 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 back. Yes, sir. How are you, sir? This is Apostle Lens from England. I was told that you are a witch doctor. Yes, you must come to my crusade tonight. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You said it. I knocked all their doors. Because I told them I went to their doors, they must come. They came. And heads rolled. 
That was a time we know who is God. If God is God, let us serve him. We cannot be preaching messages that does not confront the devil and say that we have the power of the Holy Spirit. If, it, if you which is you are the one who have, let us serve that your God. Many of them got born again. Really the oldest occultic man in Ogiri got saved and became a member of Christ with Tabernacle. His name was Babalu Kyoja. Don't talk about him. When they mention his name, chill will go down the spine of many. But when he got saved, all those chill vanished. He could not do wickedness to even a mosquito anymore. It is the power of Jesus Christ. But somebody needs to carry out, carry it to the people who need it. And because the devil knows that you and I are the one who can do so, he makes you fear. Instead of having understanding of, the Bible says that you are a wind, you can blow anywhere, 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 anywhere. The next verse, please. How can it be? The next verse says, you are Israelite's teacher, said Jesus, and you do not understand these things. Many theologians don't understand what I'm telling you. Many church leaders don't understand what I'm telling you. They will tell you that you have to fast, 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 fast before you can operate the power of God. No, Jesus says that you only need to be born again to operate the power. Hmm? If you are a Christian and you are listening to me, and they have been making you fast for 90 days, next time they say that, ask the person who tell you that they should show you the Bible one day that they fasted for 90 days. Show you. All the ones who have been fasting 90 days all these years, what has it become? Nigeria is the country of fasting. They went from Ayakila to Amroba, from Amroba to Assassin, from Assassin to uh, 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 Emancipation, this book, you know, in the river area. From that, they went into, into Boko Haram. Who knows what next their fasting will bring? Yes, because Isaiah 58 says that I hate your fasting. God is looking for repentance, they are going on gas right. Don't follow them. Your fasting is not what God needs. It's your obedience to the word of God. Without the fasting, they are killing people all around the region of of Lagos. Isn't it? Exposed all the time. God is calling Christians who will obey God. He's calling people who will disobey their body and obey God. If you walk in obedience with God, if you fast one day, heaven will move. That's why in this church, I don't give you what Jesus didn't give me. Only one man fasted 40 days in the Bible each time. One man. Okay, Elijah, he didn't tell the country to do so. Even he didn't know he was going to fast. He was going to the mountain and the angel of God appeared to him and gave him food. Chapter 19 of 1 Kings. And said to him, the first time wake up, eat. Second time, angel gave him food. Alright, prepared by angel. And then he said to him, you will go in this strength. Your journey is far. What about Moses? God said, meet me on the mountain. He was there for 40 days before the prince of God. What are you doing with 40 days of fasting? Who told you to do it? It's not God. It's the devil. To make people feel like they are doing something before God. That's why with all the fasting, nothing happened all over the place except tragedy and evil. God looks for righteousness. It is easier to follow God. You are Israelite teacher. Jesus said, 
You do not understand these things. I tell you the truth is, we speak of what we know. And we testify to what we have seen. But still, you people do not accept this testimony. Look at the next verse. I have spoken to you on earthly things, and you do not believe. How then will you believe if I speak of heavenly things? But yet, he now begins to speak of heavenly things. Now what the heavenly things is now telling him. No one has ever gone into heaven except the one who came from heaven, the Son of Man. You know what Jesus is now telling to Nicodemus? To commit treason, treasonable felony. Because Nicodemus is a jurisprudent lawyer. He is a man who does not believe that God can be man. He is a man who believes that God, one God. Yes, which is one God. But God became man. Jesus is now saying to him, I am God himself. You have to believe in me. That is mystery. I can see Nicodemus very confused with all the knowledge he has. That he has told Jesus at the beginning, we know you come from God. Now Jesus is saying that, no, you worship me, you believe in me. How can he put that in? Take it in. The next verse says, just as Moses was lifted up, as Moses lifted up the snake in the, in the desert, the son of man must be lifted up. I love that. It makes him more confused. Look at it. But with the word of God, that everyone who believes in him may have what? Eternal life. Everyone who believes in him may have what? Eternal life. Anybody who does not believe in Jesus, if you die, it is hell. It doesn't matter what you think you are. The only way to eternal life is Jesus Christ. If you, look, let me say something to you. If now you came from a country where they use telephone when they are driving, and you use your telephone, you are driving in England, the, the police catch you. I, I am from uh, Abekuta. In Abekuta, we use a uh, telephone. Not, not, oh, not, not, not one, not, not. They will take you to jail. <laughs> are you with me now? You can't say that, but I, I don't live in this country. I don't, believe, I don't belong to this country. In my country, we can use it. No, no, no. Ignorance of the law is no excuse. If you, don't, if, you, if you are caught dead without Jesus, forget it. No repentance in the grave. All the work and pray and fast for you, they are just having on the hunger strike. Jesus said it. He said that everyone who believes in me may have eternal life. I love it. The next, the next verse, let's read together. It's the memory verse of all Christians. For God so... Uh-huh. Yes, so... Uh-huh. Look at someone beside you, read it to him. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. God loved who? He loved the whole world because he created the world. Okay? But he hates sin. God is not confused. And God has set a standard. If anyone believes in me, it doesn't matter who you are. You will have eternal life. If God can save me, Alfred Theophilus, my person, David Williams. I think it's Alfred Theophilus, Olua Shegun, Babatunde, Jesus Williams. My full names. And if God can save my father who was a murderer, a killer, a man who used human beings for sacrifice. Listen to me. Alfred Oshoni Wali. That's my father's name. 
that Satan named him. His father named him wizard has come home. Then Satan named him that name. Plus all those nonsense, he was pardoned by Jesus. That's why my preaching is different. I can't compromise. I know where we're coming from. I will not leave a room for the devil to deceive me or deceive anyone who hears my voice unless by their choice. The blood that saved my family is potent. Look at what it says here. God loves the world. He hates their sin. He gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life or eternal life. For God did not send his son to the world to condemn the world but to save the world through only one man, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Not through any religion. Someone said to me that I don't believe. Those of you who are intellectuals will understand that he's talking nonsense. Fracas. As far as intellectual reasoning is concerned. There's no man who don't believe. I don't believe in God. That's a lie. That's more stupid. Intellectually, everybody believes in a God. They believe in a God. If you believe in nothing, that's a God. Your God is nothing. That is intellectual reasoning. Let me say this to you. It's a privilege for you and I to know Jesus. I want you to know the full liberty that you have Something about you you have never explored or exploited. You leave this place today and move in the liberty of God. Look at what he says. That's the end of the verse. Whoever believes in him is not condemned. But whoever does not believe stands condemned. Stands condemned. Present continuous sense already because he has not believed. In the name of God's only, one and only Son. What can I do, Lord? Believe what I tell you. I made up my, life, my mind. I want every one of you in my church to make up your mind like this. This is our mind. We will defile everything the world says about Christianity. By living a life like Jesus said. Many Christians, you go to them. I did an anointing service for you on Friday. Did you see anybody fall? Anybody who fall, I would just put him beside. It doesn't belong to me. When I lay hands on you and you are manifesting, I will put you aside. Because if you are born again, you cannot have Jesus in you and have demon. It's stupid to believe that. Complete, complete, unsensible. You cannot be a man and a woman. At the same time, those who attempted it, the problem now is which toilet will they use? <laughs> Statutorily, it is chaotic. They went to the toilet of women who said, No, 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 we don't want you. <laughs> then they went to the toilet of man. You don't look like us. <laughs> Hello? Uh-huh. Even if you speak like a woman and you inject your body and your breast come out, Conceive with your womb and give back to a child that we may know you are a woman. Who is fooling who? (laughs) 
And if you did injection and all your breasts disappear, and your voice becomes like a man, sleep with a woman and impregnate her, that we may know that you are a man. Excuse me, somebody. Nobody is born like that. Satan made them like that. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 9 applies. Come on now. Jesus is the only way. But there is no other way. Let me give you one more scripture, Joe. I think it's Job 20, 20. Let me see Job 20, 20, 22, 21 first. And uh, that is it. Shall we live together? Uh-huh. You believe that? Say amen. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Things are getting better for you. I said things are getting better for you. Someone didn't understand me. Things are working for you. The Bible says, once you submit to God and stop struggling with Him, this cancer and be at peace with it in this way prosperity will come to you what about christians struggling with prosperity is it demon that that is causing it no is their submission is their submission if you struggle in your marriage check where you are not submitting to god if you are struggling in your school someone has said before that somebody is sitting on your head if you lay your head where God is, I wonder how God will be looking at somebody sitting on your head. <laughs> you know all those kind of things they made us believe in the past. Satan lie. All his name is lie. Submit to God and be at peace with him. In this way, prosperity will come. You don't run after it. It comes to you. Look at the next one very quickly. Accept instruction from his mouth and lay up his word where? Yeah? Okay, let's read together. I sit down. Accept instruction. Yes. Uh-huh. The next verse. If you return to... Somebody who had gone away from God, God is speaking to you this morning. Well, if you return, God will take you back. He will not look at all the bad things you have done. That is my God for you. 24. Uh-huh. When I come back from Nigeria, I will let you know that by next week. The next verse. Uh-huh. My, oh, my. Yes, surely. Aha. Then the next verse, you will pray to him. He will what? Hear you. God will hear your prayer. I say he will hear your prayer. Look at the next verse. I love that next verse. Shall we read it together? What's. Read it again. One more time. Is that not similar to what Jesus said? The wind blows wherever I will. Whatever you decide is what your life is. Listen to me. 
Because he has said to you, two people, if you don't know God, submit to God. If you have gone away from God, repent and come back. Ah, you have suffered enough now. Come back. Let's enjoy together. Simple. Then he says, now, once you come back to God and you make up your mind to submit to God, then he says that anything you decide. Anybody who, who comes to God cannot decide wrong thing. Are we together now? Because the Spirit of God will let you do that. Are we together? So, what are you saying? Look, if you are sick in your body or you are here today, tell me the sickness that God has not healed before. Even here in this church. Your sickness has been healed several times. Okay? There is no condition that you are. God had transformed somebody in that condition before. So what God is saying to you today is very easy. The only thing you gain by disobeying God is regret. Okay? The only thing you lose if you obey God is regret. If you obey God, you lose. You never regret. But if you disobey God, you will gain regret. So what do we do? We choose to obey God. Does God say we are perfect? No. It just makes you fear God. Okay? And in my plight, if I made a mistake, I, I will quickly go back to God and say, I'm sorry. Alright? God is not looking for a, a Mr. Perfect. But at the same time, He's looking for a man who wants to be perfect. Alright? We make up our mind that things begin to change from now. Let's stand up together, please. We're going to pray together on this scripture. First of all, the first prayer we're going to pray is this. I want to pray silently. Because I want to give anybody opportunity who have been chasing money and been feeling very well. To repent before the Lord. Somebody who has been doing his life the way he thinks. When others are coming to pray in the same church, you are always sleeping. Or having fun and playing television that wastes life. Yes. When others are reading the Bible, you are always having other things that you are thinking about. Somebody who quarrels with you. Somebody who says something about you. Somebody, your life is full of battle, 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 battle. I want to call you into your rest. Bow your heads to the Lord and ask the Lord for mercy. Anything you know you are doing that is not right before God. Just ask the Lord for mercy. As the Lord for mercy. That scripture tells me that if you follow righteousness, anything you decide will happen. It says prosperity will come to you. Your soul will prosper. Your body will prosper. Your family will prosper. Your endeavors will prosper. And it says whatever you decide upon will be done. So ask God for mercy. If you used to be committed to God before and you have been deceived away by the devil, tell the Lord you are sorry now. You want to come back to God. Tell him, I'm sorry, Father. I return back to you. I return back to you. Tell the Lord. Tell him to have mercy on you. Make peace with the Lord. Now I begin to thank God for mercy. Thank God for restoration. Thank God for grace. 
Thank God for power. The Bible says, if the Son therefore make you free, you are free indeed. It was for freedom that Christ has set you free. Jesus said to Nicodemus, the wind blows wherever it wills. Nobody knows where it's coming from or where it's going. Such are those who are what led by the Spirit of God. You are free. Begin to thank God for your freedom. Begin to thank God for your liberty. Begin to thank God for the power inside you. Jesus lives in you. Celebrate Jesus inside you. Now speak out of your mouth. Let me hear you speak. Begin to say, thank you, Father, because you live in me. Thank you, Father, because you live in me. Thank you, Son, because you live in me. Thank you, Holy Ghost, because you live in me. I am free, Lord. Thank you for setting me free. I am a success, not a failure. Thank you, Jesus. No power can hinder me. Thank you, Jesus. Now begin to pray and thank Him from what you have heard. The devil cannot hinder me. There is no power. No demon can stop me. Thank you, Jesus. You have given me authority over all the powers of the devil. Nothing can touch my children. Nothing can touch my family. Nothing can touch my home. Lift up your voice and thank God for it. Whatever I decide will be, it will be done. Light will shine on my ways. Whatever I decide will be done. Light will shine on my ways. Whatever I decide will be done. Light will shine on my ways. Whatever I decide will be done. Light will shine on my ways. Whatever I decide shall be done. Light will shine. Marabo Make declaration. Let your faith arise. Let it arise within you. Whatever I decide will be done. Light will shine on my way. The Bible says so. I believe it. Now begin to command light upon your life now. Everywhere that you have set your feet upon. I command light to shine on my way. The Bible says light will shine on my way. In the name of Jesus, let light shine in my family. Let light shine in my, in my body. The light of God shine in my ways. I call you into my ways. Jesus said let your light shine in the midst of darkness. Begin to make declaration in the name of Jesus. The light of God, I call you to shine in my path, shine in my career, shine in my profession, shine in my business, shine in my children, shine in my husband, my wife. Begin to speak in the name of the Lord. The Bible says, light will shine upon my way. Now begin to decree. Everything you have decided, you call success into it. Command them to be successful. Command them to be successful. Everything you have decided shall be established. Everything you have decided, call them to success. In the name of Jesus, begin to command prosperity to come upon your way. The Bible says, submit to God in this way. Prosperity will come upon you. Jehovah, we bless you. Now thank God for your tomorrow. Your tomorrow shall be great. The Bible says the Lord will restore to you the years the locusts have eaten. Begin to declare. Lord, I bless you for my tomorrow. 
Things are getting better for me. Things are working better for me. In this new week I'm going, I will be a testimony. The power of God will overshadow me. Yes, the Holy Spirit will come upon me. According to the word of the Lord, things will work for me for better, 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 for better. I am going higher in everything. I will be a success, not a failure. In this week I'm going into, it will be the week of smiling and laughing for me. The Lord will restore my, my fortune at the water course of Negev, as God has determined it shall be unto me. Yea, power from heaven, strength from on high. Begin to declare, I will live according to the righteous standard of God. Oh, sovereign Lord. Begin to declare this the month of my victory. It is the month of my victory. Thank you, God. In every battle, I shall be victorious. Thank you, God. In every battle, I shall be victorious. Blessed be the name of my God, the King. Success will attend to me. Angels of God will minister to me. In this new week, the Bible says that not all angels, ministry spirits, sent to serve those who will inherit salvation. My years that I've wasted shall be restored back to me in this week. What the devil has stolen in my family shall be restored back to me in this week. My strength of all shall be restored back to me. Begin to make declaration in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That which you say shall come to pass. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying with thanksgiving. I can't hear your amen. amen. Say amen again. Amen. The Bible says this is the word of he, he whose name is Amen. Eternal one, I stand in Christ in God and declare, it is written, the Almighty has sworn, surely as I plan it shall be. As I purpose, it will stand. Everything that is risen their head against the plans of God in your life, I rebuke in the name of Jesus Christ. I declare to you as you leave my presence, the purpose of God for you shall be fulfilled. The Bible says they will come against you, it shall not be by my doing, because I am the one who created the ravager to work havoc. And then it says that no weapon of theirs forged against you will prosper. Every weapon of hell against you, I command it to be destroyed in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hey. According to the ordinance of heaven, it is written. They will come against you in one way. <clears throat> I will cause those who come against you to fall before you. They will come against you in one way, they will run in seven directions. Therefore, every opposition of Satan against you, I command them to fall before you as you go this way. Heaven are declared, so shall your life be. I say heaven are declared, so shall your life be. Somebody who came to this service with migraine, you will never see it again. I say it will never occur any longer. I command your abdomen to be healed in the name of Jesus. From the pain that you carry in your abdomen, you are set free in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. 
The Bible says he sent his word and he healed his people. I command your kidney free. I command your liver healed. I command your pancreas healed. I command your heart restored. I command your blood healed in the name of Jesus Christ. Every form of diabetes or high blood pressure, I command it to seize in the name of Jesus. A new order begins in your blood. A new order begins in your blood. A new order begins in your blood. The order of healing takes place in the name of Jesus Christ. Those of you who have been having fear and you could not sleep because of fear, I rebuke the spirit of fear in the name of Jesus. I decree... That the spirit of sonship in you will overthrow your human mind. Those of you who have been lied to, and you have believed so much lies from false prophets, and you have built the rest of your life over false prophets, today, you are set free in the name of Jesus Christ. By the word of God I have spoken, I declare, you are cleansed, and you are free. As the Bible says, so your life shall be. As the Bible says, your family shall be. You will be a testimony of righteousness. A testimony of godliness. A testimony of God's faithfulness. So shall it be in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The power of God upon me rests upon you. The glory of heaven upon me rests upon you. As you leave my presence, your eyes shall be open to the things of the Spirit. Jehovah, it was for freedom that Christ has set us free. The Bible says no longer to be subject to yoke of slavery. Yoke of slavery has its roots in the mind of man. Romans chapter 8. Everyone that has believed the lie among us, and that lie has become the pedestal of their operations, because of their ignorance, Father, I ask, let there be deliverance in the name of Jesus. To see the word in the name of Jesus Christ, that the word of God will overtake the lies of the devil in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. For every deception has their roots in the devil. The Bible says, and to the Jews who have believed in him, John 8 30, <coughs> Jesus said, You if you continue in my word. You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Father, every man who has believed what man said, without checking what the world says, who are under my voice all over the world, set them free, Father, in the name of Jesus. As they turn to you, Lord, in accordance with the world, let their veil be removed in the name of Jesus, right? Let liberty be celebrated within them again. May they fulfill God's heavenly mandate. This we ask and thank you is done. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' anointed name we are prayed. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, the Lord spoke to me distinct now. He said to me, son, have question time with him. Because when I was praying for you, you know, I am able to see spirits because of my office as an apostle of God, Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And I saw some human spirits. But what I'm saying, they are considering it to what they had believed. 
And the Lord brought those spirits to me and said, have apostles' question time. So that they will be able to ask questions. You, when you have question time with me, you write your questions. You don't write your name. So that we don't know who is asking what. So you can really ask what is bothering your heart. And there is no question that is stupid. Are you with me now? Everybody who asks questions under me, when anybody asks questions, he has a legitimate reason to know. Even if it is a question that you know, has been asked before, I will still answer from the scripture. Every question I will show you in the Bible, not in my philosophy. And we will do that on the overcomers vigil of this month of May, the last Friday of the month. Tell your friends, people who, who have a lot of argument about doctrines, you know. I've just shown you today, many things they teach people in the church is a lie. Okay? Because if Jesus says something, and another person says something different, even if they have some people who jump about and regroup themselves, it's a lie. I know, I'm telling you, it's a lie. Because the Bible can never lie. Jesus said, if the Son therefore make you free, you are free indeed. All these believers, enemy of the houses, doing this, enemy of your in-laws and doing this, they come from Yoruba land. Because our life is full of devil before. And it's good I came from that tribe. We believe lie. If nobody is chasing you, you chase yourself. You know what they, one of the names they call me in my, in my own position? Omar Legulija. Alright? Omar Legulija. And from Abekuta, the meaning of that is that if there is no trouble, you must cause trouble for yourself. Yes, that's what they will give us. And many people have brought that into Christianity to the place you are by people who have been set free. They still think they are bound. You know, by one demon here, one demon there. The demon doesn't even know about you. They lie to, to many. And people believe it. Oh, causes of the father, causes of the mother. It does not happen to anybody born again. If anybody is to be caused by an ancestor, if I am not caused, you can't be caused because your father did not do what my father did. Evil. My grandfather did a lot of evil. And yet, my father was not cursed when he was born again. And I don't look cursed. Even if you think I'm cursed, change your goggle. <laughs> Amen. Whatever the case may be, I'm going to Nigeria tonight. And we're having crusade at Agege Stadium. Devil will regret. You know, the prayer you pray for me is so simple. Don't pray for protection for me because I'm protected. Pray for me that God will give me words. I want to see armed robbers come to my crusade again. The one that came the last time with his gun came and surrendered his life to Christ. Okay? When I picked it up in the street and I said, You that armed robber outside, Onola, I arrest you in the name of Jesus. The man was going to, to steal a car with his gun in his hand and his master came in the car. He froze until I finished preaching. When I finished preaching, we just saw the man being pushed in the midst of the crowd, gone in his hand, and he was pushed. And people say, gone, 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 gone. Where is he gone? We bring the man. What do you want? I want to accept Jesus. What do you want? I want to accept Jesus. Pray that God will return that too. I want people to come with AK-47 with the intention to steal, but then get saved. And I want the most deadly of 